I felt led to, you know, jump jump into uh, uh, the Word of the Lord together. Um, if you can open up your Bibles uh, to Second Thessalonians chapter three, uh, that's where we're, we're going to spend our time this morning. And as you're doing that, just want to again welcome everyone, you know, joining us online on this uh, special service here at Freedom Fellowship. Hopefully, you're getting some rest, but you're getting to worship the Lord, and you're getting to spend time with family and friends. And you know, if you've had to go back to work, hopefully that is going well also. So uh, we're, we're going to look at 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. But before we do, I want to kind of set up how the Lord led me uh, to, to this passage. My, my father has been with us um, in from out of town visiting, and it's been a joy to be able to wake up every morning and, you know, go downstairs and, and read the word, you know, together with him. And I'd been spending time in, in Revelation as, as we were doing that, and I, w- I was struck with the, this, you know, idea of keeping your first love. You know, we know, we know that, um, you know, very well. We know that passage very well. We, we've heard it many times. Maybe that's the first time that you've heard it. Um, maybe that's like the millionth time, you know, that you've heard that phrase. And, and something that really struck uh, me was in order for us to really keep our first love is we have to have works, but we have to have the love and the heart surrendered to the Lord, the the will surrendered to the will to back up uh, those works. We were talking about uh, Mary and how her will was swallowed up in the will of another, this being, being the Lord, her God. And if we're going to keep our first love, like what does that phrase even mean, keep your first love? For me, that's keeping your love as passionate as possible. And so I felt the Lord put a word in me that's going to help us to keep our love for God and our love for others as passionate as possible. It's like, how can we do this? How can we keep our love as passionate as possible for the Lord through the ups, through the downs, through the in-betweens? And he led me to 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. So look at verse 1. It says, finally, brothers, pray for us that the word of the Lord may speed ahead and be honored as happened among you. Verse two, and that we may be delivered from wicked and evil men for not all have faith. See, I love how Paul here, he's, he's recognizing, hey, we're living in a world, but we're not of the world. We're, we're preaching the word of God. And, and we want you Thessalonians to pray that as we preach the word of God, that it would be honored and received in the same way that you received it. Pray that we would be delivered from wicked and evil men for not all have faith. See, Paul recognizes that in this ministry, in this life, you, if you've given your life to the Lord, you are a priest unto the Lord. And and you are to go forth and share the gospel in every which way, in every place that you can. And as you minister... Paul wants us to recognize, hey, that there are wicked and evil men because not all have faith. 
Rather than, you know, putting the blame somewhere, rather than saying, God, this should be easy. You're, you know, you know my path. You've got the plans for me. He, he's saying, hey, we're going to confront and be confronted with evil and wicked men that do not have faith. And as we do, pray that we would be delivered from them. I think we need to pray the same thing for us even today because not all have faith. And sometimes they, they don't even understand when you forgive them, right? Sometimes they don't understand how could you let that go so easily. I would have held on to that slight. I would have held on to that, you know, perceived slight or that perceived offense. And they can't understand that freely we've been given and we will freely give as well. So, so not all have faith. If we're going to keep our love at its most passionate, we've got to recognize, hey, sometimes we're going to have to be delivered from situations because not everyone has faith. And that's okay. Not everything was meant to be easy or um, uh, not everything was meant to be smooth sailing. Sometimes there's things that we need to learn in the process. So if we're going to keep our love as passionate as possible, let's recognize, hey, that sometimes we're just confronted by evil men who do not have faith. And that's okay. The Lord will deliver us from that. And he'll deliver our faith from that as well. So that's number one. Look at verse three. But the Lord is faithful. He will establish you and guard you against the evil one. If we're going to have a passionate faith or, or a, a faith, a love that is its most passionate, we've got to understand that the Lord is faithful. No matter what we've encountered in 2023, no matter what we're going through right now, it might be anxious, we might be worried about the future, but the Lord is faithful. And if our love is going to remain passionate, as, as passionate as possible, we've got to recognize that the Lord is faithful. That's his name. It's who he is, and it's what he does. He's faithful to us, no matter what we're encountering. And Paul says, hey, he's going to establish you. In other words, he's going to plant you. He's going to place your feet on solid ground, right? He's, he's going to place your feet on the foundation, the best foundation that he can, and that is him. It, Paul is saying, if you want to keep your first love let the Lord establish you. Let him who is faithful plant you where he wants to plant you. And then he says this, and he will guard you against the evil one. We do need to be guarded from the evil one. And who better to do it than the protector, the savior, the liberator, the one who conquered sin and death, the one who is faithful. If our love is going to remain as passionate as possible, we've got to ask the Lord to guard us against the evil one. See, I felt this inkling, not just for me, but it's for you. If you're listening to these words, it's because the Lord wants you to have your first love. He wants you to go back to when it was most passionate. Maybe you're already there. Praise God for that. He just wants to keep stoking that fire. Let it stay as passionate as it is right now. Look at verse four. And we have confidence in the Lord about you. 
that you are doing and will do the things that we command. See, it's important for us to have confidence in the Lord about each other. It's important that we give each other the benefit of the doubt. It's important that we pray for one another in, in, in the same way, having a confidence that, that as they're going through that situation, as they're going through that thing, we're confident about them having a passionate love, a first love, a steadfast faith, no matter what they're encountering. And this, this, this is so good. If we have confidence in the Lord about each other, we will build each other up. We will encourage one another. We will bear one another's burdens. We will pray for one another as if we're praying for our own needs, our own families. We will step out in faith. We will stand in the gap. We'll intercede. We'll, we'll, we'll do all these things. We'll do what we can when we have the same confidence about each other in the Lord. One way we can have that confidence is by living in our most passionate love, by, by living in our first love, like, by, by not forgetting our first love, by not letting our, our love grow cold, but rather we would have those works matched with a heart that is surrendered, a love that is surrendered to the Lord, and in doing so, we'll have a passionate, passionate love, and we'll be living in our first love. And then Paul says, and, and that you'll do the things that we command. Well, what, what, what has been commanded? What have they commanded? They've commanded us all of these things in the word of God. If it's in the word, we should do it. If the word of God tells us not to do it, then we shouldn't do it. If the word of God tells us to believe something, we should believe it. And if the word of God tells us to not practice something, not believe something, then we shouldn't believe in that thing. And then Paul Paul finishes this this section in in, in verse 5 and this is going to be the like the 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 the, the thing that seals or, or 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 the verse that seals this passage and seals this message in our hearts so that we can live in our most passionate loves in our first loves to the Lord. In verse 5 he says may the Lord direct your hearts to the love of God and to the steadfastness of Christ. See, these two things are most important if we're going to have our most passionate love. If we're going to not forget, if we're never going to forget our first love, then these two have to be most important. Notice who's doing the directing. Notice who's doing the directing. The directing is being done by the Lord. May the Lord direct your hearts. We've got to surrender <laughs> the direction of our hearts. We might want to go one way, but we surrender that direction to the Lord. May the Lord direct your hearts. And where is the Lord going to direct our hearts? If we want to keep our first love, keep a passionate love uh, for him and, and for each other, for our families, for our friends, for even for our jobs. There's, there's times that we have to, you know, teach ourselves how to love our jobs or how to enjoy what we're doing, the good things 
the difficult things, the, the, the mediocre things, the routine things, the monotonous things. Like, like there's times that we have to teach ourselves to love them. Well, how can we do that? By allowing the Lord to direct our hearts to what? To the love of God. We've always mentioned uh, that, that God is love. I think it says in 1 John, God is love. Well, yes, God is love. And if we allow him to direct our hearts to the love of God, he will direct us to him. And as he directs us to him, our hearts will belong to him. Our love will remain passionate zealous or our love will be vigorous it'll be invigorated it'll be encouraged that the fire of the love of God will be fanned the flame of the love of God will be fanned and, and it'll continue to grow and get bigger and bigger and bigger as we allow him to direct our hearts to his love to him and then Paul mentions, you know, one last thing, which is, you know, ultimately most important if we're not going to waver in our faith, if we're not going to waver in our love. So he says, may, may the Lord direct your hearts to the love of God and to the steadfastness of Christ. You want your love to be passionate and unmovable? Let it be built upon the steadfastness of Christ. Let it exemplify, let it exude the steadfastness of Christ. Just like he will not be moved, we shall not be moved. Just like he will not be moved, our love for him and for one another will not be moved either. So this is the word of the Lord that I believe he has for us here at the end of 2023. Have your most passionate love. He's giving us the opportunity. Maybe we haven't been there. Step into your most passionate love. Come back to your first love. And when you get there, continue in that first love. Let your love be as passionate as, as loving, as caring, as compassionate, as, as empathetic, right? As, as, as relatable, as practical, as applicable. Let your first love be evident in your life. And when we get there, as we get there, as we live there, as we're living there now, may we, be, may we exemplify or may we uh, exude the steadfastness of Christ in that love that no matter what comes our way, no matter what grief might come, no matter what heartaches might come, no matter what pain might come, losing a, a loved one, a loved one going on to be with the Lord, losing a job, losing a paycheck, losing a bonus, losing gifts, losing a house, losing a car, no matter where we find ourselves, may our love continue to be as passionate as it was in the beginning. May we have the most passionate love that we can have. 
That's what I feel the Lord leading us to in 2023 as we go into 2024 and we ramp up 2024. The Lord wants us to have the most passionate love as possible because when we have His love in our hearts, all of life is better. All of life feels better. It's more enjoyable. It's what we were created for. He wants us to enjoy Him. Uh, in 2024 and I want for us to enjoy him I want for us to enjoy his love and enjoy loving each other in 2024 why don't we pray uh, this morning Heavenly Father I thank you for this word that, that you've spoken to us God from from Thessalonians God I, I pray that we would be able to have the most passionate love as possible God, maybe there's someone watching, God, that it feels far from you, God. Maybe, uh, maybe there's someone that feels they've never felt closer to you. Wherever they find themselves, God, this word is for them. And you want to help them have the most passionate love that they can. You want for them to live in the first love that just gets better and better and better. God, we're so grateful. We're so thankful for you. We pray that as we finish 2023, we would honor you. We surrender it to you. God, as we start 2024 and we start with our dedication in a couple weeks, God, we pray that you would be lifted up. We pray that you would be praised, you would be honored, and that our wills would be swallowed up in your will. God, we, we thank you uh, once again that you have sealed us. God, Lord, direct our hearts to the love of God and to the steadfastness of Christ. And let us live in our first love in revival. Lord, we thank you once again for this time. Let it have been powerful for each of us. And, and we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.